All right, you guys, how is it going, everybody? Everything should be working, I think. I'm kind of upset. Rode uh, gave us this new update for the Rodecaster Pro 2. And of course, I'm not able to export my recordings the way that I usually do. It's pretty annoying. Let me say hi to the chat. And before we get started, let's talk about uh, our wonderful uh, support of the show, Spotify slash Anchor.fm. For the audio-only listeners, we are on Spotify Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else where podcasts exist. And of course, we are live currently on Trovo, DLive, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch.tv uh, until they give me the boot for having the wrong opinions. We're going to be streaming on these platforms for as long as we can. Eventually, I will be able to go over to Rumble. Uh, me and Cheese will be able to go over to Rumble. He's not going to be with me tonight. Uh, he's on a hiatus for at least one more week, question mark? I don't know. Um, so yeah, we got quite a bit of stuff to talk about. Let's go over the docket really quick. I, I should have just had it up here, guys. Uh, I apologize. We're going to be talking about the some of the main stories. We're going to be going over this New York City hospital, Karen. It's pretty interesting stuff. The left refuses to take the L on it. We'll elaborate further. Uh, we are following the story regarding the University of Wyoming sorority sisters and their life that is now in peril because they are forced to live and dine and uh, basically uh, be associated with a transformer against their will. Well, we're going to get to their thoughts and opinions on it because now that they're not uh, Jane Doe's essentially uh, they're, they're speaking up and Megan Hall, the Tennessee cop that went very wild. There's further allegations made against her. The story is not what it seems. Some people think that it was like fake news, but no, nah, I mean, she, she's in the wrong. Uh, let's, we're going to be talking about a comedian, uh, what's her face? Uh, Christy Meyer and uh, getting heckled over uh, Dylan Mulvaney uh, <laughs> jokes uh, made at a comedy club. Pretty funny stuff. And of course, I made the allegation, the factual claim that uh, the FBI and other uh, nefarious actors within the permanent government had their hands all over the January 6th hoax. We're going to get into it and elaborate further. Uh, let's see. And then, of course, we're going to be roasting at 304. So before the night is over, we will be rolling out the barbecue and roasting some pigs. Uh, it's going to be great. In the meantime, we got some stuff to talk about over here on Twitter. Uh, Tim Scott has announced that he's running for president. I don't think this dude has any hope at all whatsoever of winning or clinching the nomination. The Tim Scott's just kind of weird, man. And he's also, Hey, what's up rookie. And he's also one of these, like, uh, you know, he's like, Oh, he's a Republican, but he's like also anti-white. Uh, I don't, I don't know why this guy is the Senator of his state. <laughs> uh, granted he was going up against a ghetto thug, a ghetto criminal female who was soliciting, uh, criminals for money for her campaign. Uh, but yeah, Midas touch, uh, those guys are goofballs, but this is a pretty good compilation. So let's just dive into this clip really quick. I'm announcing today that I'm running for president of the United States oh, wow. of America. <laughs> I, I can't hear you. I, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. For Ugh. those of you who wonder if America is a racist country, take a look. America is not. Damn, look how bored that crowd country. is. I pushed back on President Biden. They even called me the N-word. And I felt forced <laughs> Spanish and English world geography, and civics. Civics is the study of politics. And the radical left, the far left, defunding the police. Less CRT. 
Ugh. Oh, what the hell? Charles Civics. Oh, Civics is the study of politics. God damn it. And the radical left, the far left defunding the police. Less CRT. Ugh. And more ABCs. They're replacing education with indoctrination. We need to stop canceling <laughs> our founding fathers. Damn, dude, you're losing the sisters, man. They're falling asleep on you. A nation. Oh, dude, I, I know what that feels like. <laughs> the duct tape production here on the show, we can relate with Tim Scott. Yeah, man, dead on arrival. Dead on arrival. I'm the candidate the far left fears the most. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> God damn, dude. Guy looks like a tall Beetlejuice. Yeah, so this guy's running. Um, as soon as uh, DeSantis started tanking, by the way, he's announcing, so we are. I am keeping an eye on it here on Twitter. Uh, let me see. Is it trending yet? No, he's going to be announced doing his announcement with Elon Musk of all people. It's pretty funny. Uh, Tim Scott is not even going to uh, place in the top five. He's pretty cringy. Um, uh, what's her name? Nikki Haley was pretty bad, but uh, pff, Jesus. Yeah, Tim Scott just came out uh, stinking up the place, boring everybody. Uh, and of course, he's anti-white. Um, only reason he's a senator is because his opponent was just total dog shit. And uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, what's interesting about uh, him announcing, you know, Trump wished him good luck and all the fake news journals are pretending that he endorsed them. And, uh, you know, the, all the, the DeSantis uh, enjoyers were uh, were eating that up. They were eating it up uh, quite literally. And next week we are going to be reviewing or whenever Cheese decides to return, we're going to be reviewing The Little Mermaid. Uh, we're going to pirate the film, um, you know, much like uh, the Magic Americans. We're going to be stealing the product. Uh, here's a sample. <laughs> I couldn't believe this is real, <laughs> but the full song is on YouTube. Of course, I can't play the whole thing, but uh, this is a clip uh, from The Little Mermaid. It's one of the songs. And uh, this actress, Aquafina, I forgot that was a real thing, uh, the name at least. Uh, she was singing it. All right, here we go. Yeah, yeah, I don't do drugs, but I might just have to to sit through this movie. Probably the only way that I might be able to enjoy it. I haven't watched a Disney movie in God knows how long. Almost a decade. Like, willingly paid to see something that I might enjoy. Um, I think it's going to be terrible. Uh, and, and I forgot because the original Little Mermaid came out a long time ago. So Aquafina, that's her real name apparently, is this Asian actress. And she's playing this character called Scuttle, which it should be a little bird. Who knows what it's going to be in the movie because, you know, reasons. And uh, the original Scuttle uh, was played by a dude. And, uh, and, and I, and I was watching some clips cause I just don't remember. And it was actually legitimately funny. The original nineties little mermaid cartoon was funny and like charming. And it's been like ages since I seen it. Like I was literally a kid in the nineties. It was the last time I seen the little mermaid. Uh, but yeah, very enjoyable. This not so much. This is fucking terrible. Ugh. I don't know why. <laughs> why is Hollywood pushing this Aquafina chick so hard? I don't got a problem with Aquafina. You know, she probably has a bunch of shitty opinions, but um, I don't know. Uh, like I saw her in Ryanfield, and again, I didn't hate the movie. I thought her character was kind of endearing. Um, there's very little you can do to salvage this. Uh, no one's gonna be able to salvage it. These wacky songs. Uh, just everything about this uh, fucking sucks. All these uh, live action movies are just big old stinkers. Uh, let's see what else do we have here. Uh, okay, we already went over that. Went over that. Blah blah. blah. Okay, so uh, yeah, Ron DeSantis, he's gonna run. Uh, I don't think Trump has anything to worry about. Uh, 
never fear a man in high heels like like this. So with that being said, let's go ahead and dive into our first story. Goodness, this um, this Central Park Karen. Oh, I apologize. Not Central Park. This New York City Karen uh, has been making the waves for a little over a week now. The New York City Hospital Karen paid for city bike at center of viral fight with black man, lawyer says. All right. So the lawyer for a Manhattan hospital worker accused of taking a city bike from a young black man who claimed that he paid for the the two wheeler provided the receipts that says uh, show she was the one who purchased uh, purchased a ride at the center of the viral incident. The Bellevue Hospital employee who was branded a Karen, which is basically a slur, a racial slur for white women, on social media afterward, rented the bike first. Lawyer Justin Marino sent in a statement to the Post Wednesday. He also provided two city bike receipts from May 12th, which were time set uh, just uh, minutes apart. Yeah, so I'm going to just before going through all this, I'm just going to explain this really quickly. So right here in this image, this image right here. So this magic American approaches this pregnant uh, hospital worker. He's covering the information on the bike and he's claiming that it's his bike and that he paid for it. So these city bikes, people rent them and they just do whatever they want. Uh, You know, they they ride around, you know, commute, whatever. And uh, yeah, he was claiming that it was hers and they were trying to get her off the bike. And uh, in my opinion, the the Magic Americans committed battery. They made physical, unwanted physical uh, threatening contact uh, with this woman, this pregnant woman. She's six months pregnant. And uh, and again, if he legitimately believed that she was going to steal the bike, he could have locked the bike. He could have locked the bike. She wasn't going to go anywhere. They were preventing her from moving. He could have easily done that had he paid for it, but he didn't. He didn't pay for the bike. Uh, she did. She did provide a receipt. And people were wondering, like, well, what's the deal with the receipt? Because it says zero dollars. She, when you lock the bike and you you leave the bike. You're not charged for it. That's why it showed zero. But she was able to produce another receipt where she rented another bike and then she went on her way. Um, Fortunately, nobody got beat up because usually that's what happens to white women when they encounter these magic Americans. They get violently assaulted. Hold on. Give me a minute. I got to refresh this page. I don't know why the New York Post does this to me. Um, But yeah, there's so many people on Twitter that just absolutely refuse. They refuse to take the L's. we got some clips that we just need to watch, uh, especially of this this uh, asshole right here. Where is he? Where's this fucking fruitcake at? Uh, Tizzy Int. Damn it. I thought I bookmarked it. Well, let me see what's going on here. Help! Help me! Oh, here we go. Please help me. This is not your bike. Please help me. This is not your bike. Please help me. Yeah, see, see, notice how he's covering the screen. He's covering the screen. He's not allowing anybody to Help! to examine for themselves that. Yeah, that's battery. Why you took his phone? What's wrong with you? Don't touch his phone. Do not touch his phone. I'm not touching you. You put a your stomach on my head. Madu, stop. No, Madu, stop. No, 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 no. I said no. I said sit down. Please help. She's just crying. You're not crying. You're not crying. I got stupid. I got your video. Where you 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 pulled it out? Hassan, you pulled it out. Hassan. Hassan, you pulled it out. This is my bike. It's on my account. Please move. All right. So why don't we set reset the bike? I'm not resetting the bike. It's his. Yeah, see, look, re- just reset the bike and get another one. If this is like a genuine misunderstanding, like this argument is not even worth it. But he doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to do that at all. But she does do that. And she proved it, too. In the beginning of the video, there's a little barcode. There's a serial number for the bike. And it matched her receipt. 
She provided the receipts and she is going to sue a bunch of people for defamation because of this incident. Um, her life is in danger. She had to flee her home, according to her. And uh, we're going to get into some other things in a second. It's, it's yeah, the fake tears. Yeah, they accuse uh, Kyle Rittenhouse of fake tears. I remember that incident. And of course, those are legitimate tears. He was legitimately in distress. This woman is in distress. She's surrounded by a bunch of magic Americans. They are trying to force her off something that she paid for. And of course, she's pregnant, which would explain her erratic and unusual behavior. Uh, they don't, a lot of people, a lot of these, uh, cucks and simps and stuff that, you know, simping for, uh, the magic Americans, they, they're like, oh, they, they don't know what a woman, uh, looks like when they cry. Cause they don't spend a lot of time with chicks. Stop touching me. Stop touching me. Why don't you take this place? Stop touching me. You're not touching me. I will. I take it. Exactly. So take it. Yeah, so she she gives up. She she locks. She eventually locks the bike at that point. How you stop crying? Not a not a tear came down, miss. Yeah, interesting. So a lot of people were making a lot of these goofball lefties like uh, Tizzy in. I am so upset that I did not bookmark any of these. Let me see if I can find this dumbass because he was. Uh, let's see. Turns out, oh my god, dude, this guy is such a piece, piece of shit. Update. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, let's, let's watch this guy post his fat fucking L's. Please help me, help! So the New York Post did an article on this situation, and there were a couple of people who were very excited to send it to me uh, because New York City Hospital Karen paid for a city bike at center of viral video. Yeah, she did. Man. Yeah, she fucking did. You know, they sent it with messages like, misinformation, and you didn't know the whole story, and you spread, you see, proof. Some of y'all. Yeah, you didn't know the whole story. You jumped, you got, you got on your fat, you got up off your fat ass and started smearing this woman, calling her a Karen. By the way, this is not the first time Tizzy Ant has done this. This guy goes viral all the time. You know, he likes to give like advice to like men and stuff and people with like depression and shit. And uh, yeah, so he goes and he makes these shitty videos, these low effort videos, trashing this woman without knowing the full story. And admittedly, you know, it's like the, the video was initially chaotic. I didn't comment on it because I just didn't know. But now we do know. And all these dumbasses have egg on their face. It's very clear. Um, don't read beyond clickbaity titles. Because I read this article. So did I. And let's discuss what's in it. So it tells yeah, us. Yeah, facts, evidence that you're wrong. And that attorney and fat. allegedly provided receipts to the New York Post proving that she had paid for the bike. And she did. Only here's the thing. I'm certain that those receipts have timestamps on them. You know what doesn't have a timestamp on it? The video itself. Oh, okay. Like, All how right. do we know that those receipts exactly? An impossible standard. With an impossible standard. So happened. he's just going to entrench himself in his See, ignorance. The story was she paid for it on the app, and then she went and pulled the bike out of the rack, and then five men appeared out of nowhere. Yep. And one of them grabbed the bike. Yep. Pushing it back into the rack so it locked, and then was claiming he paid for the bike. She's saying she paid for the bike, not him. We don't have evidence that either one of them are absolutely the purchaser. Yes, of the we bike. do. All we have is a video, and I see a bunch of things in that video. You know what I don't see in that video, however? I don't see her ever claim she paid for the bike. Like, if I buy something and I go to grab it and someone else grabs it. Yeah, the burden of proof isn't on her, dude. She paid for the bike. If someone wants to accuse her of, of stealing the bike, they need to come forward and produce evidence of such a thing occurring. Uh, but newsflash for you, pregnant hospital workers, uh, white females, uh, they generally don't steal people's shit. 
Uh, you'd have to be a fucking moron to believe that story. That narrative, the regime media's narrative. It and says they paid for it. My response is, no, I paid for it. And we'd probably go back and forth about that. And they did. That man claims eight to ten times in the video that he paid for it. It's on his account. Yeah, and Magic Americans never lie. They never tell lies. Absolutely not. Hands up, don't shoot. Skittles and tea and a hoodie. Does that ring any bells? And all she ever says is, help. Help. I mean, she has no Yeah, because that guy was committing battery against her. Bring him that she's pregnant. My fetus, you're touching my fetus. But never does she say, I paid for this bike. Not even when other people come around. Wouldn't she go, I paid for this bike. Here's the app. On the app, it should say, like, a serial number, right? Assigned to the bike that she unlocked. Yeah, and it was literally in the beginning of the video. It was literally in the beginning of the video, and it was also on the image on the uh, receipt. We're going to go back to the article. You'll see. I paid for this bike, but she doesn't do that. Instead, she goes... (laughs) Until the fake tears don't work. And then she goes, <laughs> whatever, take it and walks away. And then the article answers this question. There's a second receipt where she rented her next bike. So there was yes. other bikes available, despite that show she put on. Yeah, the man- yeah she, she doesn't have to abandon the bike that she paid for. She was forced to because those guys were committing battery against her. And they were calling her baby retarded and uh, making her feel threatened. And then, of course, that video is uh, ruining her life. She probably lost her job by now. We're going to check. Math of her story just isn't mathing for me. Funny enough, those same people, none of them said Yeah, it doesn't require math. None of this requires math, genius. Just some critical thinking and some forethought. Article that states New York hospitals have put her on leave. I think maybe... Yeah, because her employers are fucking cowards and they're pathetic. And they believe the regime media's lies and uh, fat people's lies like Tizzy Int. Uh, Let's read this. uh, Oh, yeah, he got fact-checked. The author continues to cite an outdated New York Post article, which did not directly prove she had rented the bike in question. The following article below proves her receipt has that specific bike number on it, uh, proving she did rent that exact bike. And that exact bike serial number is on the video. Let's go back to that article, you guys. Absolutely frustrating. And there's millions of people that are believing that are continuing to believe these lies and harass this woman and her family. Uh, she had the, these uh, fucking journalists. They were outside her apartment building and they were interviewing uh, the people who lived there. And they were showing her the vi- showing everybody the video. And they're like, oh, what do you think of this woman? They're like, oh, my God, a crazy white lady. And, you know, racism, essentially. All right, let's go back to the article. Um, oh, my God, that's that's me. Give me a minute, guys. There we go. All right. Um... All right, so where do we leave off at? The Bellevue Hospital employee who was branded a Karen on social uh, on social media afterward rented the bike first. Lawyer Justin Marino said in a statement to the Post Wednesday, he also provided the two city bike receipts from May 12th, which were timestamped just minutes apart. The first receipt reviewed by the Post shows the bike being taken out before it was relocked one minute later. And so again, she took the bike. She was about to leave. Then those assholes committed battery against her and uh, blocked her movement. People want to say kidnapping. Eh, that's a bit too far for me. But sure, you can make that argument. She had to abandon the bike and get a new one, which is what happened. And that other guy didn't take the bike. And if he did, where's the evidence for that? That guy's in hiding. He's nowhere to be found, by the way. Uh, Alphabet Mafia did this? Yeah, probably. What's going on, uh, Cultimus Maximus? Appreciate you being here with us. Uh, Which Marino said is the bike seen in the video. The second receipt shows another bike being taken out a minute later from the same docking station and was a bike uh, Marino said his client used to get home after being heckled and pressured to find a new bike by the group. So, yeah, this is horrible. 
Yeah, she seems like a nice lady, uh, but she she is a, li- a libtard, and we're going to get into that in a second. The hospital employee, who Marino says is a, is a six-month pregnant physician's assistant, was placed on leave by New York Health Plus Hospitals this week after her heated encounter with the men emerged online Saturday and has been viewed tens of millions of times. Again, this woman was put on leave. She did absolutely nothing wrong. She was sitting on a bike, and they 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 battered her. They insulted her baby. They 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 called her all these names. Uh, she didn't do anything wrong. Even if this was like an innocent mistake, if you were a pregnant woman and these dudes are trying to get you off a bike that you paid for, uh, screaming for help makes a lot of sense. In my opinion, she did everything right. Her life was uh, she, she. Let's say she was in fear for her safety, calling for help in a public place when there's a lot of you know people around. Yeah, she did everything right. And and now we have this culture of shaming white women who are in distress, shaming uh, just women in general. Uh, Tizzy Int, that fat retard, he was uh, he did another video where an Asian lady was like arguing with a magic American, and he's like, oh, and then I guess she cried in the video. I don't remember. It was a while ago, and he's like, this is this is white woman tears uh, in action, and I was like, there's not a single white person in that video, unless he wants to call the white uh, the Asian lady white, which is you know whatever. Uh, let's see. Uh, what did we leave off at? Mario called uh, the caught on tape interaction incomplete and lacking facts. He said after the healthcare worker wrapped up her 12 hour shift, 12 hours, six months pregnant. Uh, that seems uh, unusual. Oh, poor lady. Uh, she got on an available bike with no individuals were on or touching and paid for it, th- uh, paid for it uh, through the city bike app on her phone. As she backed it up uh, yeah, from the docking station, a group of five people, approached her and claimed the bike was theirs. He said one or more individuals in that group physically pushed her bike with her on it, uh, back into the docking station, causing it to relock. Marino said in the written statement, one of the, uh, one of the individuals then covered the bike's QR code. It's exactly what I was talking about. Stopping her from paying for it again. So she could leave. Marino said in blocking the QR code, this individual's arm was touching my client's pregnant stomach a condition of which she had made them aware. Yes, she did multiple times. He added throughout this time and for the remainder of the video, roughly five individuals were telling her to get off the bike and heckling her. The fact anyone would treat another person like this is tragic, especially a visibly pregnant woman. He said, uh, she didn't look that pregnant to me. She'll probably have a very small baby, but, uh, upon further expect, uh, inspection, she is pregnant. <laughs> uh, the roughly 90 uh, second clip that begins mid, uh, confrontation shows the woman dressed in a hospital branded scrub screaming for help as she tugs at the bike. Help, help me, please help me. She yells. The young man kept his grip on the bike's handlebars and repeatedly told the woman that he already paid to use that particular bike and it wasn't hers. Get off me. Get off me. You're hurting my fetus. It's kind of a weird uh, thing to say, I believe. Hurting my fetus. Sorry, I can't uh, hop on tonight. Hope you have a great stream. Yeah, dude. Uh, Chaz. Hey, what's up, Chaz? Yeah, man. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you so much. Uh, I wish I would have streamed with you yesterday, but I had other things going on. Anyways, uh, what else? Uh, the young man claimed blah, blah, blah. All right. Yeah, so you guys get the you guys get the picture. Uh, innocent woman. Did nothing wrong. Uh, here's her GoFundMe, though. Oh, my God. What happened to my, uh, give me one second, guys. Let me, uh, let me fix this. Oh my goodness. It's all black. There we go. Hey, so the, uh, the woman in question, the New York city, Karen, Sarah Comrie fight, uh, being branded a Karen. She has raised over a hundred thousand dollars. She's almost about to reach her goal, which I guess is good, but here's the problem. Here's the problem. Hold on one second. Here's the problem. 
Uh, my name is Bob Rowe. Last week, my niece, Sarah Comrie, a physician's assistant in Bellevue, became embroiled in a much-publicized incident with a city bike that unfairly painted her as a racist Karen. The facts have since proven this is a lie, but the damage has been done. In fact, Sarah is a dedicated healthcare worker who is six months pregnant. She holds racial justice and equity dear and has dedicated her life to serving New York City's most challenged individuals. She does not wish to become a cause, uh, a cause celebre, but the legal bills to save her livelihood and her reputation obviously are mounting. Update: Sarah and her family are deeply moved by this extraordinary show of support. She wishes she, uh, she wishes she could thank each contributor individually. Uh, it looks like MSM is finally starting to present the full story, but there are still so many vile things on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. And she and her uh, husband have been doxxed and threatened, and people have come to their building. Getting her lawyer on TV has been a big help in getting the truth out, but her entire life remains in limbo. Thank you. All right, so she's dedicating her life to helping these uh, magic Americans, the ones that are essentially are responsible for her doxing, responsible for this horrific incident where she was battered, by the way. And... Um, in a weird way, this is what she asked for. You know, this is what, you know, she voted for this. She she supports this treatment of uh, individuals all throughout New York City. Uh, nobody wants to hold them accountable. She doesn't want to hold them accountable. She's already made a statement, uh, you know, attesting to that fact that she doesn't want to press charges. I would. If this was my wife, I'd be like, we're pressing charges. We're, we're filing formal charges uh, charges with the police. And uh, we're, we're going to find this guy and we're going to hold him accountable. Uh, no one should be above the law. I mean, that's what the Democrats uh, always say, right? Give me one second. I need water. Yeah. No one's above the law, they say, except for these guys. No one wants to hold them accountable. Um, I mean, if I was like the mayor or, you know, the, you know, in charge of the police there, I would pursue this guy. You don't need uh, you don't need uh, Sarah Comrie's cooperation. The crime is clearly on video for everybody to see. Yeah, it's total horseshit. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm sympathetic towards her, you know, cause it's, it's upsetting to see pregnant women in distress. Uh, especially, you know, like innocent, you know, little, you know, small, uh, you know, hospital workers who really didn't do anything. But on the other hand, she's got some really stupid opinions. Again, it's right there on her, on her, on, her, on that GoFundMe. Um, it's like, oh yeah, please don't attack me. Uh, uh racial justice, equity, diversity, inclusivity. And it's like, what, what good did that do you, Sarah? Uh, it's not doing you any favors, you guys. Bending the fucking knee to these violent thugs is not a long-term solution. Goofy situation. Why she need a lawyer? I would just move on. Don't know why her job did anything. Yeah, Cultivus Maximus, it's a, it's a good question. She needs a lawyer because she's probably going to get fired from her job. They put her on leave uh, because people are accusing the employee of being a racist. So just imagine you work anywhere, especially a hospital, where you're responsible for the lives of other people in, in, a, in an indirect way as a, a physician's assistant. And they're saying that your employee is a racist. So they're putting her on leave. And of course, everybody in that city has seen the video. Again, tens of millions of people have seen the, the video that gone viral. And the Young Turks are defaming her. Uh, the, the fake news industry, CNN, MSN, the, the whole works. All these people are defaming her. There's a, bunch, uh, there's a bunch of people. Vosh, he defamed her. A lot of big, big celebrities. Tizzy Ant, he's a big influencer. I hate that guy, but he, he is a big influencer. He goes viral somewhat regularly. Uh, her and Penny are both workies. Uh, he says Neely should be alive still. Yeah, well, I don't know if uh, Penny is like a wokey. I, I was watching uh, Matt, Matt, uh, the, the Matt Christensen show and, you know, he, he came out and he, he broke his silence, right? He broke his silence and he's like, look, I don't hate anybody. This wasn't about race. Like I travel all over the world, which, which makes a lot of sense because he was a Marine. And then generally if like if you're, you know, 
uh, ambitious enough or, you know, adventurous enough, you can travel around the world and get to meet a lot of people and it could be cool and you can harbor genuinely like zero animus towards anybody. So I don't know if he's a wokey. It might be true. Um, but, uh, no, I just, I see somebody who, who wants to fend off these false allegations of being claimed a racist. Um, again, I don't, I, I didn't bother going through Sarah's, uh, entire, uh, background, uh, political beliefs, etc. Uh, but again, what was in that GoFundMe says enough as, you know, it, it tells me enough, you know, again, it's like, you shouldn't, and not even, despite what she believes, like this situation was unavoidable regardless of what she believed. Like this was going to happen regardless. Those guys saw her, that she was an easy victim, easy target. And by the way, other people were pointing out if those guys took that bike when she was responsible for it, that's like a $1,200 fine, $1,200. It's a lot of money, especially for a pregnant woman, working class physicians, a physician's assistant. Like, ugh. uh, he talked about racial justice. He did. Oh man. Oh, Daniel Penny talked about that like recently or prior. Mike Floyd, let me know. Recently, like if it's like prior to the incident, prior to the you know the thing, uh, it'd be kind of upsetting. But but even then, it's like, yeah, just because I disagree with these people and I think their opinions are stupid and they're kind of like cucks in some regards, I don't want to wish harm on people and and wish for this type of stuff to happen. Like like think about like the long term political implications of this. Um, if you disagree with a magic American. And, and, and somebody captures like the most heated part of a disagreement with somebody, uh, that doesn't look like you, uh, a white guy and a white girl, you know, you're going to be branded a racist. They're going to take your job. They're going to show up to your house and threaten you, even though none of it is true. Uh, you know, the things that they're alleging is uh, none of it, what they are alleging is true. The incident that played out, none of it was accurate. Tizzy Int is wrong. The Young Turks are wrong. All those people are wrong. In the interview, he alluded to being a liberal. Oh, man, that's unfortunate. Well, a lot of guys in the military do seem to be uh, liberals. Uh, they're the far left, unfortunately. I mean, they're just, just how it is. Um, let's go back to Twitter. Let me see if I have any other supplemental information regarding that. Yeah, the Tizzy Int guy. What a piece of shit. I can't fucking stand that guy. I hate him. I hate him. Um, let me see. Yeah, nothing else on that. Let's go ahead and dive into the second story. Let's go ahead and dive into the second story. Another one from the New York Post. Uh, let's see. Oh, my God. Not me. Goodness. All right. <laughs> University of Wyoming sorority sisters say they live in fear of Transformer. Mm, yeah, so... Uh, these, uh, cute ladies, they're forced to, oh, oh, is this an interview? Here, let's listen. Let's listen in really quick. Oh, they're on with Megan Kelly. Of course you would have them on. All right. All of the bathrooms are shared spaces. There are about three, four, if you count the guest bathroom and they are shared spaces. There are no private changing areas for when you shower. There are no locks on the showers and it's just, it's very open and vulnerable. Oh, my goodness. And this person's moving into the sorority house next year? What's interesting about that, Megan, is that uh, there has been an exemption granted for him, for his safety, but not for these young women. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, so this is the Transformer. After a Transformer student, Artemis Langford joined their chapter in September 22 and will be allowed to move into their house next year. Fucking hell. Most of them are stuck up. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, you're, you're absolutely right, Mike. You're absolutely right. Oh, my God. It froze again. God damn it. All right. Let me let me refresh this shit. 
All right. Well, we saw the we, we saw the the good chunk of that story. Let's go All ahead and read some of this. Oh. There are about three, four. See, is there more of that interview? No, we're not going to read all that shit. All right, so a group, a group of University of Wyoming uh, sorority sisters who were suing their sorority for accepting a transformer into their group have broken cover to describe how they live in constant fear in our home. After the hulking student has become physically aroused around them. So again, they invite this transformer, uh, the, the the sorority chapter, they invite this transformer to live with these cute girls. And uh, it's M to F. And this individual is getting a boner around these chicks. Bruh, it real creepy. Dude, it get, yeah, where's the picture? Hold on, we got a picture of this fool. Yeah, look at this. Here's the sorority sisters. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Dude, these are some cuties, like for real. And he just hit the jackpot. This, this, I was, I was about to say a no, no word. This individual, this magical, indiv- this rainbow person is able to cheat the system. He found a glitch in the system and he's exploiting it for his own personal gain. And of course the women are all drinking for the audio only uh, listeners and they're very cute in this black dress. And then of course the transformer is wearing a beanie and is incredibly obese and he's got like one giant chin under his regular chin and it looks like he's like uh, she's uh, <laughs> rubbing their hands <laughs> and, you know because like, it's like an evil mastermind uh so yeah this is uh this is fucked yeah so here's a better look at this stunning and brave individual uh who is popping boners uh hanging out with these chicks uh, and again, it's like, why would this happen? Uh, most of these women who hate troons voted for rainbow rights. So they get the byproduct of said legislation. Yeah, that's absolutely true, Mike. It's hard to be uh, sympathetic, you know, when, when that, that's a reality. Uh, but you know, I'm going to have kids one day. If you have a daughter, God forbid, um, you don't want them to, to go through some shit like this, you know? Like eventually, you know, people got to, uh, you know, put their foot down. Uh, let's see. Langford referred to, uh, referred to under the male pseudonym, Terry Smith in the suit has been living outside the sorority house and was expected to move in the coming year, according to Cowboy State Daily. However, the student who is referred to as he and him in the suit still often stays for meals and attends events with the women. Their attorney told Megan Kelly on her podcast Monday. It's a weird gut-wrenching feeling that every time I leave my room, there's a possibility that I'll walk past him in the hall. One of the sorority sisters, Hannah, told Kelly. It's weird feeling just to, it's a weird feeling just to know that I could run into him anytime. He has full access to the house. But this just goes to show like we need women's spaces for that reason, she continued. Like our house is our home, just like anyone else's home. Like you go home at the end of the day to feel comfortable and relaxed in your own skin, and you can't do that knowing that this individual has full access to your house. So, like they mentioned in that clip, you know, if they're like taking a fat dump, you know, this dude can just like walk in there, he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna get showered. Yeah, don't mind me. I'm one of you, her, her sister. And uh, <laughs> look at how fucking evil. <laughs> I know the rubbing of the hands, the moon. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, God, dude, this story is so fucking unreal, man. This this should be like international news. And all these other like countries will be like, yeah, we're not going to import this shit ever. Like this is just a bridge too far.
Uh, let's see. Another student said the situation is particularly distressing because some of her sisters have been, uh, uh, some of her sisters have been sexually assaulted or sexually harassed and uh, want to feel safe inside the home. Yeah, it's a very reasonable ask. So some girls live in constant fear in their home and our home is supposed to be a safe space, said the young woman uh, who, like other students, uh, was not identified by name. It is seriously an only female space it is so different than living in the dorms, for instance, where men and women can commingle on the floors. That is not the case in the sorority house. We share just a couple of main bathrooms on the upstairs uh, floor, she said. Yeah. SA is just regret for these girls. Oh, bro, I disavow. I disavow that. <laughs> I can't go there, man. The lawsuit alleges that Langford stared at the women without talking for hours. One sorority member uh, walked down the hall to take a shower wearing only a towel. She felt an unsettling presence, turned and saw Mr. Shaw watching her silently. The lawsuit alleges. In another disturbing incident, the lawsuit alleges Langford has even been physically aroused. Uh, Mr. Smith has, while watching members enter the sorority house, had an erection visible through his leggings. Uh, they misgendered him. I didn't do that. Please don't ban me. Uh, the suit says other times they <laughs> he has had a pillow in his lap. <laughs> Dude, that's how you know this fool never got he never got bitches in high school, never got attention from the ladies. And uh, so this is a new experience for him. I mean, just imagine never getting to be close to chicks like this, never being invited to a party with chicks like this. And so this is a new experience. And, you know, they can't control their boner. They can't control what they're feeling inside when they see these cute sorority hoochies bending over with their high heels and their little dresses and shit. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, as Mike Floyd in the comment section uh, stated, they kind of voted for this. You know, they kind of supported this. You know, they're probably going to be putting up rainbow emojis in their fucking Instagram bios and their Tinder profiles, you know, to be like in solidarity and, and in like equality and harmony with these people. The individual still comes to the house, still engages in dinner, still sits in the chair and watches the girls, the attorney said. All right. Legal talk. Legal talk. I know, right? You're you're right, Cultivus Maximus. But you know, when you're broadcasting, you know, there's, there's some rules. There's some rules, and I'm not trying to break them. It was an accident. Wink, wink. Um, like in the workplace, in the workplace, unwanted unwanted staring is technically uh, harassment, and there are real world consequences to engaging in that kind of harassment in the workplace, like getting fired uh, immediately. Um, if I was at a university. And I'm like in my history class and I get aroused looking at one of the girls or whatever. Um, I can get kicked out. I can get in a lot of trouble. The fact that this hasn't happened to this person yet because of their rainbow status says a lot about how fuck society is and how uh, horrible these uh, these institutions, these educational institutions are. Uh, they're just not equipped to deal with this. They're, they obviously fear the backlash for holding Langford accountable. Uh, for his perverted actions. Uh, that's what's happening here. And, you know, like I get, it's like, yeah, you know, the women suck. You know, they probably supported, you know, the rainbow shit. And, uh, you know, nobody cares about women's sports. I, like, I, I get all that. But, uh, again, like when you have friends who got little girls and they're in sports and it might be a reality that they get harmed or they, they, they're in a situation where they're, you know, like a man is watching them change and stuff. It's like, do you really want that to happen? Um, again, like I don't like Matt Walsh too much, but he's not entirely wrong on this topic, on this, on the, on this whole uh, fiasco. I, I don't disagree with him. 
And he's got a lot of little kids too. So, you know, I don't blame him, even though he's kind of a dick sometimes and he's got other problems. Uh, what if a woman's nips get hard? That essay to me, uh, I wouldn't say it's essay. Uh, but if you're, if you're at work and there's a woman and she gets hard nips, um, and it makes you feel uncomfortable, I mean, you can bring it to HR. And if the company doesn't act on your legitimate grievances, you can probably sue them. Uh, for some kind of like emotional distress or failing to protect you because by law, these, uh, you know, companies need to protect employees from harassment. Um, but yeah, women's nips getting hard. No, it's, it's not really an issue unless you make it one. I mean, that's just usually how human resources works at any of these private companies or even, you know, even like, like working for the government or whatever, you know, they, they have some pretty strict rules about harassment. Um, when I worked for the government, we, we had to do like the, the, or this bullshit orientation we had to go through, you know, like what's permitted and what's not, what counts as harassment, what doesn't yada, yada, yada. And, uh, you know, basically the, the, the best advice don't have any personal relationships with any of the people that you work with. Keep it strictly professional. Uh, talk about the weather. Clock out, go home, and then you get online. You get on the Discord and you talk all the shit. You get it out of your system, but you don't do that shit at work. Because if somebody wants to make a stink about it, they will. Uh, again, this behavior that has been uh, observed by these young ladies, and again, they probably have like 8 or 20 witnesses, and he's just able to get away with it. Um, he's able to get away with it. Uh, this would just not fly in the majority of universities. Again, if it wasn't for the rainbow status, if this if this wasn't one of the, the protected members of society, one of the beautiful people of society, um, they would have been out a long time ago, in my opinion. Can't control your hard D either, though. Yeah, this guy can't even control it, man. Can't even control it, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but the rubby... <laughs> God, I'll never get over it. Yeah, I just had to do this. I had to talk about this story. I'm following it. I'm really curious to see where it goes. Um, again, I, I just I hope the uh, the the Transformers take a fucking L on this one, and I hope the cuties prevail. Even though I don't necessarily agree with their political views, I don't even know. I'm just assuming that their their opinions suck. Uh, but yeah, kudos to Megan Kelly for hosting them and uh, taking care of them and whatnot. Mm. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Dude, we're already 43 minutes in. All right, let's go to the third story, guys. Goodness, I've been talking a lot. All right. What do we got here? Um, That is not the third story. Oh, having a boomer moment. There we go. Megan Hall. Megan Hall once again in the news. Uh, For those who don't remember, she was that... Uh, oh, my God. It froze again. Dude, why is OBS doing this to me? I mean, it's a quick fix, but uh, it's pretty damn annoying. Yeah, so Megan Hall, she's in the news, she's in the press, and um, dude, okay, I can't control it. This is so fucking stupid. It's only when I, mm, okay, whatever, I'm gonna have to do it this way. All right, so Tennessee Hop, uh, Tennessee Cop, gone wild. Megan Hall, 27, had a fetish for the magic American men, badgered colleagues for sex, and told one he must be a rainbow man for rejecting her advances. Fired officer claims. So Megan Hall. She was that cop who, like, got with all the brothers in her department, which is fine. You know, that's what she wants to do. However, she's married. She's married. And I remember asking my co-host, Cheese, I'm like, Cheese, if this is your wife and this happened, what would you do? And he said he would kill her. And I believe him. Um, and I wouldn't blame him either. Uh, what she did was wrong. And then, like, I think it was, like, the sheriff or one of, like, the cap, one of the high-ranking officials at this police department. He's like, oh, you know, the husband is deciding to stay. He's more of a man than me. No, 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 dude. That guy is, like, destiny, but with a career. And, uh, no, he, if I was that, 
if I was her husband's father, I would sit down with my son and be like, look, you need to leave this fucking 304 immediately. You're bringing shame to the family. Well, now it doesn't, it doesn't even appear that she's a victim. Initially, she was claiming to be the victim, but that's not the case. So uh, Officer Megan Hall, 27, was fired in January after an internal probe revealed her sexual encounters with six male officers. Sergeant Lewis Powell, a 15-year law enforcement veteran who was fired, claims that Hall had a fetish for the dark me and pressured him for sex. Hall has claimed that Powell, 42, and a police chief groomed and abused her. So now we got conflicting stories. She, S-H, the other cops. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently. Uh, yeah, so cop gone wild. Megan Hall had a fetish for the dark men and told a police colleague he must be a blank, an F-slur for spurning <laughs> her sexual advances, according to court filings obtained exclusively by DailyMail.com. Uh, Hall 27 was booted from the Laverne Police Department in rural Tennessee in January after an internal probe revealed her raunchy romps with six male officers. <laughs> the rook, and by the way, keep in mind, she was married to like some like basic bitch, white simp. Uh, the rookie cop hit back in federal lawsuit claiming she was groomed and abused by lecherous superiors, including police chief Burrell Chip Davis and Sergeant Lewis Powell, a 15 year law enforcement veteran. Dude, imagine destroying your 15 year career for this. This right here, guys. These these are serious men. Look, he's fucking jacked. Looks tough. Canine unit. And this is what he fucking threw all that away for. <laughs> Dude, Megan Hall just like straight up ruining every dude's life around her. There's women out there like that, dude. They'll just suck all these men into their orbit and fucking destroy their lives. Their husband these men and their careers and just like dude, even like the embarrassment, like the shame this man must feel. This is Lewis Powell, a 15 year law enforcement veteran, this serious looking brother. He went, he got taken down by Megan Hall and her, uh, stinky vagina. Unbelievable. So yeah. So now we have conflicting stories because initially she was claiming that this man and his colleagues abused her. They used and abused her. They pumped and dumped her. They tricked her. They took advantage of her rookie status, but that doesn't appear to be the case. I can't wait to see the discovery. So we will be following this. Yeah. She a solid uh, three. Let me see if we got other pictures here. Yeah. So see, these are some of the other brothers that were involved in this uh, romp, <laughs> this scandal in the police department. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So this is, uh, this is her, uh, this is uh, the simp here that she's married to. So despite his wife's infidelities, Hall's husband, uh, I can't even pronounce his name. Jedida, Jedida, uh, sheriff's deputy has stuck by her. The couple have been sweethearts since their college days and got married in November of 2018. That was a good, that was a good month. That was a good year. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So Hall claims in a lawsuit that she has gained unwanted international notoriety as the girl's gone wild female officer and has become uh, the butt of countless internet jokes. Well, you kind of brought it on yourself. And again, if you got a fetish for the brothers, why why go with this dude? Yeah, he's got the dead eyes, man. He he probably watches Destiny unironically. He's probably subscribed to his content and he's like nodding his head. He's like, yeah, yeah, being a cuck is not that bad. I'll just deal with it. Um, he, he probably also likes Hassan Piker and the Young Turks and... Uh, he probably, you know, likes all the the garbage from Tizzy Ant, that fat piece of shit. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Petite Hall grew up in rural Tennessee, dreaming of becoming an actress. 
oh, she's a good actress, all right, but eventually found her calling in law enforcement, a career that barely lasted two years, <laughs> ending in nationwide infamy and a slew of degrading internet memes. Uh, she gained unwanted international notoriety as a girl's gone wild female officer and has become the butt of countless internet jokes, memes, and sexual remarks for lawsuit states. Yeah, that's her fault. But for the sexual grooming and abuse uh, perpetrated by the city of Laverne, uh, Sergeant uh, McGowan, Sergeant Powell, and Chief Davis, Miss Hall would not have been subjected to the extraordinary degree of public ridicule and shaming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she she made him. Uh, yeah, they made her... Fuck him. Fuck him, right? Uh, despite his wife's infidelities, Hall's husband is sticking by her side. Uh, I don't know uh, how he's doing it. He's more of a man than I am, but he's trying to salvage his marin- marriage. Jadea's uh, boss, uh, Co- uh, Coffee County Sheriff Chad Parton, previously told Jadea, dude, there's no salvaging this. There's no salvaging this at all. Like, it, it's over. You're fucked. Like, dude, you gotta, you gotta fucking leave, man. He probably has more money than her because, again, this guy, uh, I guess Jadea or whatever, I'm, I'm going to call him Judea. So Judea probably uh, more established, has money, etc. That's like, that's like the worst thing about the divorce laws. Something like this can happen and this man has every right to leave. But if he does, in most states, regardless of who's at fault, you got to split all the assets 50-50. So I think the laws need to be reformed and whoever is the cheater – they need to pay for all the lawyer fees. They need to pay like a fine for being a cheating whore. Uh, three or four, I mean, whoops. And uh, and then, of course, you know, everybody moves on their way and she has no no claim to any assets. I think that would be fair. I think a lot a lot more people would be less uh, afraid to get married because that's a real reality. Uh, you know, there's a lot of content creators in the manosphere space. They talk about marriage, just talk about divorce rates and stuff. And, um, you know, and this is a great, this is an example that that's highlighted. You know, this dude would rather be embarrassed by his uh uh whore wife and and live in shame than have all his shit taken by some fucking judge who uh is probably a feminist uh, his self-respect is zero i know dude it, it is zero it's rock bottom uh again i i i would rather uh delete myself than to live through this situation I, I, i'm gonna be honest i mean something like this would probably break me like if if I'm just like all right we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do it baby we're gonna stick together and we're gonna make it work um in the back of my mind I'm just gonna be like end me please like I can't I can't I couldn't do it I couldn't do it you guys uh the the shame would be too much it'd be too unbearable and I have no sympathy towards this woman and again so now we have competing claims she claims grooming they claim uh she goaded them into getting in bed with her because they didn't want to be seen as flamboyant. Or, or like they drink Bud Light or something. So, yeah, we'll be following that story. We'll see how it develops. It's going to be pretty interesting. Let's go ahead and jump over to our fourth story. All right. Uh, what do we got here? All of the bathrooms are shared spaces. Oh, there whoops. are about three, like four, if you count the oh guest bathroom. And they are shared spaces. There are no private changing areas for when you shower. There are no... Lo- I apologize for that, you guys. Boomer moment. All right, so Christy Mary was in the news. So, uh, this is from Fox News. She was uh, she was heckled. She was heckled for a, a really funny joke that she did. Um, and, and you know, there was people in the audience defending Dylan Mulvaney of all people. Uh, again, if you're at a comedy club and you're there to argue with people, you're pretty damn lame. Uh, let's see if there if we can just find the clip of the actual incident. Oh, here it is. Uh, let's see. Hold on, let me read these comments really quick. Uh, I'd go for uh, Christopher Dorner if I was him. I know, right? Yeah, dude. If anybody deserves to go Chris Dorner, it's that guy. But he wants to go out like a bitch. He wants to be a cuck. He wants to be a simp. 
And uh, yeah, Chris Storner. I like that, Mike. I like that one. Uh, never get married if you're a man. Don't do it. No cohabitation, no marriage, and no kids. Stay free. Oh, dude, I don't know about that. A lot of people want families. I mean, they're not they're not all 304s, man. They're not all 304s. Um, you know, the, the, the Megan Hall situation is, is a very unique thing. Um, but, uh, I mean, dude, you got to... Christy Mary is a DJ. You think so? She might be. I think she's pretty funny, though. I think she's pretty damn funny. Um, but I don't know. How is she a DJ? I'm curious to know what you think or what you have to say. Uh, I just, I, I think I follow her on Twitter. Uh, I think I was following her during the um, the Eliza Blue incident. God, I can't stand Eliza Blue. I find that another person I can't stand. I don't know. At least she's better than Tizzy Int. All right, let's uh, let's watch this uh, this video that went viral, and now all the Transformers are coming after. Her. Oh God, I apologize, you guys. I have to subjugate you to these ads. Consume the product. Consume the ARC product. She interviews porn uh, corn stars and co-hosts one with Ava Lovia. I don't know who Ava Lovia is. Um, I mean, dude, I, I had on a member of Antifa, so I can't be held responsible for what they believe. Laws will F you, bro. It's not worth it. Trust me. I believe you, man. I, I, I know. I've, I've seen divorces in, in real time. All right, here we go. Like, why has it been a year of girlhood and still no That's That's day one, okay? If I'm transitioning to a dude, day one, I'm getting, a, just, I'm getting the biggest one you can find. Like, go into the back room, get me something black, okay? I have something to prove here. Why no for Dylan? I don't understand. Because he's a man. Yeah, he can go tomorrow. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh. We Look how upset that fat one. Of course, she's fat. She's got she's fat. She's got green hair, and then there, she's waddling her way out. Oh, another one has pink hair. All right, I guess all the women at the table are obese. For the audio only listeners, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, just like imagine, it's like yeah, I'm gonna go to a, a comedy club and I'm gonna I'm gonna get offended at the fucking jokes and and bark at the uh, the entertainers. Uh, so yeah, again. Um, just because you interview corn stars and stuff, like again, it's a she does a chick podcast, and uh, you know sometimes chicks want to hear about you know what those other degenerates are up to, so they don't have to do it themselves. She handled it like a pro. She did handle it like a pro. Uh, again, I got no issues with Chrissy Meyer, and, and I think she's like legitimately funny. Uh, the way that she handled that that incident, and uh, on Twitter, she she's pretty snappy, man. She's pretty snappy. Uh, I don't know, man. I got I think she's cool. I think she's cool. I just thought it was a uh, kind of cheeky, you know, like the the transformer stuff. It's kind of like the theme of the show today. A lot of transformer stuff in the news. Uh, it's been a light week, uh, you know. So uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, go over this, uh, show that highlight that hilarious clip because uh, that boycott is still ongoing. The Bud Light controversy is. Um, 
still a thing. It's actually gotten so bad. I'm reading that Bud Light is now uh, they're buying their own products at stores because it's not moving. Pretty damn funny. Uh, let's go back to Twitter really quick uh, before we go to the um, the fifth story. I want to see if DeSantis is trending yet. Let me see. Because he's supposed to be running. Uh, I don't see anything. I guess they're not going to announce. It's already 8 p.m. Oh, well. Maybe he didn't. Uh, maybe he lost his high heels or something. He couldn't make it to his computer. He's not tall enough. No, I'm kidding. That's that's kind of me. Again, I like Ron DeSantis. I really do. But this whole primary, the Republican primary thing is just so silly. And now everybody's jumping in on it to uh, to to get even more. Silly. That harpoon comment was funnier than her actual jokes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really care too much for the whole like, oh, observational humor reality. You know, everyone's allowed to be different. Like, I want to hear like actual fucking jokes. I want to hear a good comedy set. Like my brand of comedy is like Richard Belzer, Sam Kinison. Um, Richard Schimmel, may he rest in peace. Same with Sam Kinison, may he rest in peace. Um, goodness, man. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield was absolutely hilarious. Like, I don't really like this like new wave of comedy. This like this, there's a lot of the, like it promotes apathy and stuff, and it, it, just, it just sucks. Like, I just I don't like it. Like, like again, I think Chrissy Mayer is funny, but I don't really think her standup is for me. Even though that specific situation was kind of funny. Uh, again, I would have um, dude, yeah, I would have uh. <laughs> I would have been a lot meaner if I was there. Uh, let's see. She defended uh, Brandy Love after the TPUSA drama. Brandy Love? I don't remember that that whole fiasco. I generally don't pay too much attention to TPUSA or Toilet Paper USA because I think most of those people are cucks. And again, they don't like guys like me. They don't want guys like me anywhere near them. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, I guess, uh, DeSantis is going to delay running for office once again. Uh, again, if I was him at the last minute, I'd be like, dude, just pull out, man. Just pull out, say something nice about Trump and let's get this shit over with. Um, so yeah, well, let's go ahead and uh, dive into our, um, what's I'm gonna call it? Our fifth story. Yeah. We got to move it along here. We're about to, we're about an hour now. All right. Yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but uh, yeah, incredible confession. FBI whistleblower reveals undercover operation on January 6th. Yeah, no shit. And I was roasted by my previous guest. She's like, I can't believe you believe them. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, it was obviously a fed op, bro. Like, this is obviously bullshit. Let me see if we can just find the clip. Uh, breaking the FBI whistleblower just admitted to Congress, Matt Gates, that the Washington field office wouldn't turn over video of January 6th to Boston because they had undercover officers inside taking part in the so-called insurrection. And here's the video proof. Two said, happy to do it. Show us where they were inside the Capitol and we'll look into it. To which WFO said, we can't show you those videos unless you can tell us the exact time and place those individuals were inside the Capitol, to which the SSA responded back. And I was privy to these conversations firsthand. Why can't you show us? Why can't you just send us, give us access to the 11,000 hours of video that's that's available? Because there may be, may be, UCs, undercover officers, or CHS's confidential confidential human sources on those videos whose identity we need. Oh, God. All right, my co-host is here with us. If you read this out loud, you sniff turds. Well, I have two dogs, so I technically do when I pick up their shit in my yard. Uh, So, yeah. Yeah, this uh, this is pretty obvious to me. 
Uh, so if you're, if, you know, for those who are politically minded and they're politically active, like, like I am, um, anybody promoting violence is probably a cop. Um, anybody suggesting illegality is probably a cop. Uh, the, the individuals that were on camera engaged in illegality, there were a couple that were armed, uh, you know, Ray Epps, Ray Epps was not armed. I don't believe that, but he was calling for people to storm the Capitol the night before, uh, telling people to engage in illegality, saying he might get arrested, total feds, you know, obvious fed plant. Um, it's again, that's just my opinion. It just seems obvious to me. I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, but, uh, I doubt it. I doubt it. I was, I've been pretty entrenched in my belief that, uh, these fucking DC pigs, uh, set all these innocent people up all the more reason to, um, to vote for Trump. Cause none of these other candidates, none of these other Republican candidates are, are promising to, to release these individuals speaking, uh, speaking about them, uh, in, in, in saying kind things about them. Uh, again, Ron DeSantis was like, yeah, I'm glad they're arrested. He's glad that they're there being tortured in Washington, DC. DeSantis is not my guy. Um, merely just because of that. So yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. Uh, let's go to the last story before we dive into fashion SWAT. Oh, uh, what do we got here? Oh yeah. This is a, <laughs> It's one of these, uh, hold on, let me get the barbecue grill out really quick. Let me just get some water too. Oh yeah. All right. So the day I realized my husband had changed the locks after I had an affair and was left pounding on the door, pleading second and furious. She's only mad because she got caught. You guys, she's only mad because she got caught. Hold on. I got to refresh this again. What is going on with you? OBS? Why do you do this to me? All right. So my hand was shaking. Was that why the key to the front door of my flat wouldn't go in properly? It was one of those hefty Yale locks, and as I twisted and probed, I thought perhaps I was just too tired and upset even to open the door. But no, I tried over and over again, and it was clear this key, my house key, would not open this door. I stared at it in disbelief. My husband had changed the lock. While I was away visiting my elderly parents, he had called a locksmith to our um, marital home <laughs> and locked me out. Uh, even now at 53, a long 14 years later, this moment remains one of the most emotionally charged of my entire life. She cheats. She betrays her husband and, and, and she's like, she's the most impacted. Okay. And it came back in full technicolor when I read Amanda Platel's harrowing piece in female magazine earlier this month on being a wronged wife and ending her marriage. Exactly. Except I was literally on the other side of the door. I was the wrongdoer, the one who was having an affair. While Amanda changed the locks, then sat indoors sipping whiskey and listening to her husband's ever more frantic pleas to open up, I was the one in the hallway outside the flat, out in the cold. Yeah, where you belong. Get your ass to the streets, woman. When I read Amanda's story... What intrigued me most was not her uh, devastation at her husband's infidelity, but her regret at how quickly she ended her marriage once she discovered it. I almost cried hearing this this poor lady. I know, right? Let's all uh, whip out our violins and start playing it. Looking back, she thinks of uh, the abruptness of the way she did it. The very evening she found out was too harsh, too brutal. And I agree, yes, I was in the wrong to cheat. But the pain and humiliation I felt at the way my marriage of eight years ended also within hours of my husband's discovery affected me every single day for years. So she's not over it. She's not over it. <laughs> Imagine it's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to destroy my relationship to a good man, an honest man. I'm going to cheat and be a skank. 
And it's like, oh, but the pain, think about my pain and my humiliation. Where's the accountability, woman? Stay out in the cold a little bit longer until you learn your fucking lesson. Was my immediate exile from the marriage really the right thing for my husband to do? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. There's no, there's nothing else to do. There's no, you're not going to fucking sit down, have a conversation, invite some fucking shrink to your house. It's over. Is horribly wounded pride a, a good enough reason to throw away years of mutual support? And yes, happiness, question mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. Think of the good times. You can't just close the door on the marriage. Like, what about the things that were good? What about all the times I supported you and, you know, like rubbed your back or shit? No, you cheat, you're out. You know, I've been... um I had a relationship once and, you know, I, I, I had issues with the girl and I broke up with her. And of course she, she goes back immediately to her ex. Then she tries to weasel her way back into my life. And, um, you know, it lasted maybe like two weeks and I, and I did leave. I left abruptly. You know, I used her, uh, for sex cause I didn't want to be alone. Uh, but you know, eventually I came to my senses and I moved on and I remember she was texting me. And, uh, like I used to check in like on Facebook when I'd go out and she'd be like, oh yeah, I'm also at the same bar that you're at. Let's talk or whatever. And I'm just like, this is a bad idea, but me being dumb, of course I indulged her and shit. But, uh, I remember I moved on, I moved on and I was with this other girl and she's like, Hey, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm with so-and-so. She's like, who the F is so-and-so blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, it wasn't going to work out. You made the choices that you made and I never should have taken you back, but I did. I was stupid. And then I, I moved on quickly. And yeah, like some dudes, they just move on quickly. Sometimes you just got to move on. Like there's no, there's no reason to linger. There's no reason to linger in this bullshit. Look at it. Look how fucking smug she looks. Uh, never forget betrayal. They will betray you again. Oh yes, they will. Cultimus Maximus. Yes, they fucking will. And like the, the funny thing was, it's like, I was like, I was, I got out of a four year relationship and, and then I met this girl. I'm going to call her Sally. So me and Sally, she was super fucking cute, red hair, just my type. And we had a really great relationship. I thought I did everything right. I thought I did everything right. And I just wasn't good enough for her. And, um, you know, and she also got out of a relationship too and thoughts in her mind. still lingered about it. She had some other personal issues. She also threatened to harm herself. And it was just obvious. It wasn't going to work no matter how hard I tried, no matter how good of a boyfriend that I was. And, and again, I didn't want it to end. I really didn't. And then of course, you know, we, we split and then I found out what she did. I know, again, I wasn't too mad because, again, like, we weren't together. But then, you know, she tries to come back to me and I'm just like, you know, stupid. And so, of course, I said yes. And, you know, I like sex. So, you know, whatever. But, yeah, no, it, it was pretty clear that it was just, no, it wasn't going to work. And uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't deal with it. All right. So, uh, so this woman is looking really smug. Uh, look at, damn. Ugh, dude, poor guy. Uh, let's see. I knew... He, uh, I knew he knew about 10 hours before I came home uh, to the change lock. I was just leaving my parents' house in the U.S. Uh, to catch a flight back to London when he rang on the landline and asked bluntly, are you having an affair? For a moment, I thought I was going to be sick. He said he had proof. Photos, I thought of the laptop in our flat, which I'd left unlocked. <laughs> uh, had he seen the pictures of me and the other man, read our emails. Ugh, oh... Shut up, sex haver. Fuck you, cheese. <laughs> uh, what should I say to him? How dare you accuse me of that? Of course I'm not having an affair. Why are you? Uh, why are you? But I told the truth and said, yes, I am. 
Then the line went dead. I spent uh, the flight home from Chicago in a state of barely repressed hysteria. It felt like a uh, chasm uh, had opened up in front of me and I was falling into it. Uh, He had timed that call well, inflicting maximum pain with no prospect of relief. Dude, what about the pain you inflicted in his heart? Fucking 304. Uh, I tried calling and texting in the cab on the way home from uh, the hetero, but there was no reply. It was midday London time, and I had no idea if he'd be, uh, be in. Absurdly, my bags were full of American goodies, including huge jars of peanut butter, and they weighed a ton. The driver helped me drag them to the entrance of the mansion block, uh, but I needed help to get them up this, the steep stairs to our flat. Oh, well, you should have thought about that before you cheated. Sounds like you need a man in your life. I rang the buzzer once, twice, several times more in vain. Looking up into the large front windows, I saw one of the heavy curtains twitch. Yes, he was at home, but he wasn't answering the intercom. I drag the cases through the communal hall and up the stairs myself. Does my ex ever wonder today, as Amanda does, whether he was too hasty with the locksmith, too vengeful? I have no idea. No, he did everything right. He did everything right. 100%. Uh, you know, he, he got the proof. He got the receipts. And uh, he sprung into action with a very sensible solution, which is ditching the woman. All I know is that as soon as I realized the keys did not work, I pounded on the door screaming, let me in. <laughs> uh, that's uh, Eric Andre. Uh, <laughs> let me in. Oh, please let me in. <laughs> and feeling sorry and sick and furious, I kicked the door several times, shaking it on its hinges. I swore and pleaded and wept. I'm sure uh, he was there. I thought I could hear him moving right by the door on the other side. It wasn't a big flat and he couldn't help but uh, but hear every word of my desperate begging. Was he gloating? Was he enjoying hearing how much power he had? Or was he just crushed and hurt and in agony? Probably all of the above. I mean, they were together for, what, 14 years, married for eight? And uh, this is how it ends. This is how it has to end. You crying like a dumb bitch. Uh, Not knowing what else to do, I actually phoned the police. (laughs) My voice hoarse, tears running down my face. And they said it wasn't their business. I'd been outside for 15 minutes, maybe half an hour, maybe longer. Well, time to move. Um, Let's see. Time had no meaning in that space uh, on that landing with my stupid suitcases filled with gifts and goodies and my idiotic keys belonging to uh, belonging to no lock at all. Okay. The truth is my affair was a symptom of an unraveling marriage rather than its cause. And yet I still maintain it could have been saved. Okay. Again, no accountability here. And this, again, this is an older woman. She's in her 50s and she is not able to hold herself accountable in any way, shape or form. Pathetic. Like Amanda, who admits to prioritizing her career over her marriage, he was always uh, cut while uh, or he was always out while I was at home all day. Once our flat had been a wonderful sanctuary and a place for friends to gather we were known for the huge Halloween parties we threw in the big main room with its uh, 12, uh, 12 foot ceiling. But then gradually over time, we stopped partying together. Yeah, see, this is what happens when a woman gets bored in a relationship. They'll stray. If you don't entertain them, if you don't take them out, if you, you know, change up, uh, change up in some way that, that inconveniences her and, and, you know, in, in any way, shape or form. She'll stray and start sleeping with somebody else. A lot of women do this, unfortunately. Indeed, it often seemed as if he didn't care much about the marriage. Full stop. He was on the up, uh, popular and in demand, making a lot of money with accolades and appreciation for his work. And I rarely saw him. He was working most of the time or out with his friends. 
Mm-hmm. Accountability, accountability is women's kryptonite. Oh, I know. It certainly is. Yeah, so again, she lives in a in a posh uh flat in a very expensive city. And uh, you know, it's like, oh, they used to have the parties and they used to do all these things, and now, you know, they're much older now. You know, they're in their fifties. The, the the party phase should be over at that age. And it just wasn't enough for her. She felt the the need to destroy her marriage, destroy his trust, break his heart. I dare say Amanda's husband felt the same way when her busy life as a newspaper executive meant he didn't see her for days on end. Yeah, you know, sometimes uh, men have needs and sometimes those needs aren't fulfilled. And then the man will stray like a dumb bastard. You know, he shouldn't have broken Amanda's heart. She's out there busting her ass and probably faithful. And then he he acts like a like a thug, like a like a punk. Just walk them like a dog. I know, right? Just put a leash around them. Just try making me actually dress up and go out. I know, right, rookie? <laughs> Dude, that was like me like the past few days. Like, uh, well, not the past few days, but like almost like a weekish ago. Like the last time I did the stream, like I had, a you know, the horrible uh, allergies. And like for like three or four days, I was just like so tired and just miserable. But I wasn't in pain. I just I just was not comfortable. And uh, I feel great again. I feel great again. And yeah, like you couldn't get me to do anything. And I've been invited out. You know, it's like, oh, we're going to go out doing this. We're going to do that. And I'm like, I'm not going to do shit. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to take a nap with my fat dogs. So anyways, let me see. It's quite a bit here. But yeah, I mean, we got the gist. We get the gist of the story. Uh, Woman, 304. Uh, cheats and still acts like a victim. Let's see what the what she says here at the end. I wish my ex husband and I could have such an exchange. It is such a a kind uh, mature thing to do. No, there's no need to have an exchange. You cheated, you're out. Uh, it would uh, make me feel better, but it will never happen, and you don't deserve it. I have tried to contact him many times over the years, but he has locked me out of any communication. I am dead to him. Yes, as you should be. Yeah, I, I, I get shit on. Um, by a lot of women in my life. Cause, um, you know, w- whether I'm casually dating or, or even some of my ex flames or not flames my ex girlfriends, um, when it's over, I block them on Facebook, on my phone, everything. Uh, well at the, well at the time I wasn't, I wasn't able to block people. It was actually kind of a process, you know, cause I'm fucking old. Uh, it was kind of a process to block people on your phone. But I remember I blocked, uh, you know, Sally, I blocked her on Facebook and Instagram, all that. Cause I didn't want to deal with her shit. I didn't want to see her. I didn't want to see what she was doing. I'm not interested in her life. I'm moving on. And I remember she texted me and she was calling me like fucking idiot and all this shit because I blocked her. And I'm like, this relationship is over. We're not going to be friends. We're not going to be anything. We're not going to be cool. We're not going to be fucking Facebook buddies. None of that shit. I'm not going to follow you on Instagram. It's done. Um, and, uh, yeah. So the, the guy being, uh, more mature, He's like, yeah, you're you're dead to me, woman. You're this fucking lady who can't appreciate a hardworking man. Uh, I admire them. Let me see. Uh, it does not have to be like this. Affairs don't have to end marriages. Yes, uh, affairs should end marriages. If you cheat, it's over. Like, I can never trust somebody who cheats. I can never trust somebody who's, who's that weak-willed. Especially if you have, like, kids and you bring around some fucking strange man into my house and fuck him while I'm working my ass off. Nah, it's over. Like Amanda, now I am older. I know a number of uh, of couples who have worked through infidelity and come out the other side. Yeah, well, good for them, I guess. I admire them. I am uh, I am sure it is not easy, but it seems they have solid, realistic relationships where healing and forgiveness can happen rather than being married to Mr. Vengeance. There it is again. You can't accept that you fucked up. That you're the you're the bad person. And you know what? He didn't inflict vengeance on you. He held you accountable for your actions and he acted accordingly. Being vengeful 
being vengeful would be like, all right, I'm going to get on the computer. I'm going to copy all these photos of her being a fucking skank with this other, with all these other men. And I would send it to everybody. But like, this is who so-and-so is. I married a whore. She betrayed my, my trust. I'm busting my ass off with my career so we can live this posh lifestyle. And she cheats on me like a fucking rat behind my back. That would be vengeance. This is uh, j- judicious, if you will. Very fair. Uh, but yeah, enough of this, though. We got to get into fashion swap because we got a few things and then I'm out of here. Uh... All right, guys, we got a few items here on fashion swap. Exclusive company director and his partner were denied entry to Essex restaurant because he was wearing open toe sliders. Yeah, this is actually a, a very common thing in Vegas. Uh, I don't know where this took place. Uh, Essex. So that sounds like the UK. An angry guest, uh, <laughs> an angry guest told how she and her partner were refused entry to a luxury hotel's restaurant because he was wearing open toe sandals. Yeah, you can't look like a fucking bum, like a schlemiel. Uh, Samantha Hyde, 34, said, she was left mortified and embarrassed after the establishment's scuffy restaurant manager insisted they were not allowed to eat with other guests because of partner Samuel Beckett's inappropriate footwear. They say he denied them entry after the couple's uh, 7.30 uh, p.m. dinner reservation was canceled and hastily rearranged for 6 p.m. when the res- uh, when the restaurant would be empty. <laughs> it's like you have to eat alone. Samantha Hyde. Yeah, I think that's her name. Did I read that right? Uh, yes, Samantha High. That's her name. Uh, yeah. So this is them, and it was a luxury restaurant. Uh, yeah. This is a this is a fashion uh fail. Uh, you should just know better. This is a very common thing. Uh, Samuel was wearing a hundred and fifty pound uh pair of designer leather sliders, but realized five minutes before arriving at the hotel on Sunday afternoon that he had left his shoes behind at the couple's home. In Rainham, East London. Yeah, so I was right. It was in the UK. Uh, restaurants uh, rock. That is really fun. <laughs> yeah, so uh, again, uh, they, they were trying. He's trying to dress this up. He's trying to save face because uh, these 150 pound, uh, British pound, by the way, not like the physically 150 pounds. Uh, these British, pounds, very expensive uh, flip flops. And I guess that would uh, mean that the rules don't matter. You know, there's, there's rules uh, out in polite society. This isn't fucking Vietnam. This isn't Iraq. You got to wear the fucking shoes. You can't just do what you want. And then again, they're trying to dress this up and like, oh, I'm a company director. Ooh, gives a fuck. Yeah, the straight to jail. Straight to jail with these two. Trying to act like they're better than everybody else. I don't know. Maybe maybe they're nice people. I'm being too mean. But th- come on, man. What's up with these shoes? You paid 150 pounds, British pounds, for these fucking hideous things? Ugh. Ugh. Straight to jail for that alone. All right. What else do we got here? I wear tight booty shorts and sports bra to the gym. Trolls say I only do it for uh, male attention, but they're so wrong. Nah, I think they're so right. Deanna O'Donnell from Maryland revealed why she wears gym shorts. The TikToker hit back at trolls who said she dressed for male attention. Yes, she does. Uh, Let's see. I'm a gym girl, but I'm not big enough for you to notice my muscles. Uh, a woman hit back at trolls who claim she wears tight booty shorts and sports bras to the gyms for attention. Uh, Deanna O'Donnell from uh, Lutherville, Maryland, took it, uh, took to her Twitter 
uh, her, her TikTok, I mean, to share a workout video. She donned light blue uh, shorts and a white sports bra as she positioned herself near the squat rack. In the clip, she racked up uh, 363,000 views. The text read, girls that dress like this at the gym just want male attention. All right, so uh, she's looking, uh, let's see, what do we got here? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, she's not doing it for attention at all, right? Girls are just like this. <laughs> Flip-flops are no-go, Sean. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, however, she clapped back with the real reason for dressing the way she does. She captioned the clip, or to look hot for ourselves, question mark. Many rushed to the comments with mixed views as some agreed with Deanna. One person said, it's literally just to look at ourselves, actually. Someone else agreed, saying, honestly, I prefer compliments from other women way more than men, especially when I'm at the gym. Yeah, because the men approaching you uh, are not attractive. So you don't want to, you don't want to, you're not going to sleep with them. You're not interested in looking at their, uh, looking at, looking towards them or giving them, or even just acknowledging that they exist. Um, But yeah, no, uh, you know, like, I hear that a lot. A lot of women will be like, oh, yeah, I wear, you know, they're like, well, why do you wear makeup? You only wear a bunch of makeup to get male attention. Like, no, I do it for myself. I do it for myself. Those same women, they don't put on eight pounds of fucking makeup uh, just lounging around watching Netflix and eating fucking Pringles at home. Like, you think this woman dresses like this at home? You think she looks like this at home? She probably looks very, very comfortable at home. This doesn't appear to be that comfortable, in my opinion. Orange booty shorts with black thong at my gym today. Ooh, Cultivus Maximus. Uh, were you wearing that, or was somebody else wearing that? Uh, so, yeah, uh, she's a liar. She does not do this for herself, as she claims, and she doesn't do it, uh, and, and she certainly does do it for male attention. Uh, let's see some of these comments. I mean, the cuter the outfit, the better the workout, right? That's what I'm saying. Shut up, Deanna, you fucking liar. What a fucking lying bitch. Why do you got to lie to us? I'm not even mad. Just like, don't lie. If she were to just come out, it's like, yeah, I dress like this to get all the attention in the world. I want people to buy me shit. I'd be like, oh, you know, it's wrong and immoral, but you know, I, I can respect the hustle. I can respect her being honest. Attention and validation. Yeah, Molly World is correct. Uh, let's see. It's kind of hard to read the, the these pictures are small. If you're not working it at if you're not wearing it at home where no one can see you, then you're not wearing it for yourself. Oh yeah, it's exactly what I said. Virus kid YT. It doesn't mean you don't want attention just because you don't give any back. Uh shrugging emoji. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah. So all these people are just absolutely fucking roasting her and calling her out uh, and basically saying what I just said. Uh, a third row, it's actually to feel more confident with ourselves. And with that confidence, we have a better workout. LOL. Yeah, they put the LOL because they're lying. They're laughing. You know, when people lie, they just fucking laugh. Like when I'm playing uh, Goose Goose Duck or Town of Salem, when I'm lying and being dishonest, I can't help but control my fucking laughter. Um, much like these women or these commenters. They, they can't even conceal their laughter in, in, in via text. However, others were not convinced by her claim that she has no interest in catching men's eye. I mean, she, she, she'll be happy to catch the, the man she's attracted to's eye, but like all these like, you know, beta simps, you know, that are lurking around, uh, at the gym, uh, that she's not interested in. Like she, she doesn't want that kind of attention. She wants very specific attention. Me, no way. Some, uh, some chick, it was uh, way up her butt crack. Oh yeah. She knows what she's doing. Cultimus. She knows what's up. Another said, if you're not wearing it at home, uh, we're not gonna, yeah, 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 I just read that. All right. So yeah. Um, no, nah, she's straight up guilty. I mean, body 10, 10 personality, zero out of 10 straight to jail. Um, but no fashion crime is committed, but, uh, being annoying and lying. It's uh, that's a paddling. Yeah, man. She's, I mean, good for her, man. She, I mean, she's, she's out there. She's working it. 
You know, she's getting, you know, she's, she's uh, producing good results, but like, fuck man, don't fucking lie to us, dude. (laughs) The the author who wrote this, Ellen Coughlin. Oh, so it's a woman. So of course she's going to take the female side. She's not going to be honest. All right. We got one more guys. Uh, I graduated with honors. Trolls say my grad picks make me look dumb as hell. (laughs) I'll be the judge of that. Her cheeky graduation picks have so oh fuck I almost hit, knocked down my water. Uh, my cheeky graduation picks have a social media split in celebration of earning a degree from the University of Arizona this month. One frequent freakishly flexible scholar toss on a pair of see-through platform heels and a red thong to pose in an upside-down split on a uh, stripper pole that she stationed on the maid yard of the campus. All right, so here she is, guys. Here, let me let me zoom in. So. Uh, I don't even know if I can zoom in because I might go to YouTube jail for that. But she is wearing a thong and uh, her leg is extra juicy thick. And uh, let me see. Here's some other photos. Very raunchy. Dude, just imagine like this is your daughter and you're like, I'm I'm sending my little baby out to college. You know, I can't wait to see what she does. And then it's like, this is what she does. <laughs> it's like did she probably bathes in her father's tears speaking of which the there's a fountain behind her the dad was there weeping that's a man oh no i think this is a chick this is a woman uh these women have no shame moose knuckle and all i know right i mean it's just uh here, you know fuck it oh, let's zoom in just for you guys yeah so <laughs> and we got pandas on the screen too uh so yeah um she installs a pole at her university right out in the front yard or the courtyard. And, uh, she's in her thong doing the splits. Uh, she's looking like a stripper. Uh, again, just imagine you send your baby girl to college and this is how she comes out. I mean, at least she didn't, uh, you know, undergo some invasive surgery because of the, uh, you know, the globalist agenda regarding transformers and stuff. So, I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. You guys, so yeah, um, I mean this picture on the right, dude. Even like just getting a stripper pole and doing this is just so cheesy and tacky. It's it's not funny. Like this is totally a woman thing. There was no man involved in the planning of this horrific graduation photo stunt. Um, it kind of reminded me of those uh, very tacky. Oh my god, uh, the very tacky. Uh, what's it called? Like, like wedding photos, like, like all the women, they, you know, they'll, they'll take photos and they'll like lift their dresses up to show their ass cheek and shit. And like, it's supposed to be funny and wacky, but it's like kind of trashy and stupid and painfully unfunny. Yeah. She should be arrested. I know public indecency, public indecency. Uh, yeah, no, this is uh, definitely a crime of fashion for sure. Uh, lack of decency. Uh, the father again, probably is drowning in his own tears as we, as we're streaming this, uh, <laughs> Let's see if we can read any of these uh, hilarious comments. Uh, bu- 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 uh, this actually, uh, this actually impressive as fuck. Wrote another supporter, so that's a simp. This is beyond a flex. Uh, tweeted a separate admirer, so another simp. But uh, fault finding critics cringe at the sight of Rachel's presumed raunchiness. Yes, that, that's the the correct. That's the correct. Uh, <laughs> reaction. The backlash was reminiscent of the virtual vitriol received by a Florida A&M student who posed nude in her graduation flicks last spring. Oh, damn. Well, we can't, we can't do that on the show. Uh, however, when a male high school uh, posed in a bathrobe in honor of his 2019 graduation, he, he was virally dubbed a legend. 
Okay, maybe he is. All right, what are the haters? Conversely, online trolls feverishly slut-shamed Rachel. <laughs> this is very whorish, chided one uh, antagonist, more like chided one Chad. Degenerate, exclaimed an equally perturbed Twitter user based. Very, another based and red-pilled user right there. You look dumb as hell, said another detractor, adding the laughing emoji for emphasis. <laughs> Uh, in response to the flack, Rachel fired back, claiming graduated magna cum laud 3.8 GPA and received over $40,000 in scholarships. Let's get you a mirror so we can see who this, uh, who this tweets about babes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, nobody gives a fuck about your GPA. No one cares about your magna cum laude status or that you received scholarship money. Um, that doesn't impress dudes. Uh, again, it, it, like if I was on Tinder and I matched with this chick and you know we're on a date and I'm like, oh yeah, tell me about, you know, once I'm done talking about like UNLV, I'm like, where'd you go? How was your graduation like? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh yeah, this is what I did. I'd be like, oh, for the streets in my mind. And then in the morning I'll leave and I'll never talk to her again. Like Casper, the friendly ghost, I'll just disappear never to see her again. Yeah, we care about look. Yeah, I care about looks. Um, I, I want a nice, kind, gentle woman uh, who's not attention-seeking or vapid. Uh, this attention-seeking behavior is not attracted to me at all. These raunchy outfits, like, no, I'm sorry. Uh, hashtag would, uh, maybe for a night. But uh, other than that, no, this is not marriage material. This is not dating material. I would be embarrassed to bring her around my friends. I'd be embarrassed to bring around my mom. Uh, I, I just just imagine having to explain Rachel to someone. It's like, oh yeah, my uh, my girlfriend. She she made the news. She she went viral for these ghetto fucking pictures. And uh, and but it's okay because she got forty thousand dollars in scholarships. She she's magna cum laude. You know you know who else is magna cum laude? I think AOC was, and she's a fucking dumb bitch. So. Uh, whatever her body isn't even that. yeah i know right it's like eh. again I'm, I'm not trying to body shame her i don't think there's really that much wrong going on there but um again it's just like no uh the behavior is a, a lot worse all right so before i clear out of here let me see uh is, is fucking desantis where, where's desantis at where's he at uh skip for now um where's my trending tab goodness i'm like trying to find uh what's going on with this announcement I guess there was nothing going on. I don't know. Maybe I miss I misread it. Yep. I don't know. I mean, what is all this? Elon Musk again. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with DeSantis. Maybe he had a change of heart. But apparently he was going to announce tonight. We're almost like in the middle of the week. Or maybe it's going to be tomorrow. Maybe I, 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 miss, I miss, uh, misheard it. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll be, uh, well, there was this, uh, this, this really cheesy ad. Oh, damn, dude. I don't even, I can, I don't even know if I can show this video. All right. There's this, uh, this crate challenge. <laughs> oh, my God. And she's paralyzed. Oh, oh God, dude, I'm cringing so hard. Somebody who's uh, CPR certified, cringing so hard. <clears throat> Damn, bro. Um, I never heard of that. I, I remember people doing the crate challenge, but I didn't know it was a crate challenge. And uh, yeah, that that little girl, that that young uh, that young chick, she's uh, she's paralyzed now. There was a, there was an article about it. 
I'd like to see pictures and see what's going on with her, but maybe they can fix it. Who knows? Uh, but yeah. All right, guys. So an hour and 30 minutes, pretty good show. Had a pretty good run. Uh, I can't wait to be back. Uh, embarrassing as fuck. Crazy woman. I know, right? Yeah, I can't wait to be back tomorrow, uh, next week. Hopefully, Cheese will return. And uh, I would have done a stream yesterday, but I just wasn't prepared. I had a bunch of stuff going on. I was just extra busy because, like, three or four days, like, I just laid around and did nothing because my allergies were so obnoxious. So, uh, yeah. Uh, cheers, everybody. Have a good night. Thank you for joining in. And I'll see you next time. Peace out. And we're going to stop streaming. Where's the button? There it is. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.